Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m. I've finally gotten home from another 24-hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink, and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Cock! Come on, son! It's episode 29, season 8 of the Fighting Cock Podcast. Today I'm joined by Bardi. Hello. And I've got T back again. Good evening. Thank you, boys, for coming down once a How are you doing? Good. Everything good? Pretty good. Excited about the weekend? It's, Big... good, it's good to have Spurs back. It is, isn't it? How yeah. have you found the... Uh, what, what Italy doing? Are they all right? We're doing okay. We've, yeah. we've no. finally um, seem to be sorting ourselves out a bit. The Mancini, who I don't like, has um, 
pulled himself together and realised football is kind of about playing four three three and people who can pass the ball. So it's good. He was uh, he was on the wind up when England were one 0 down against Croatia, <laughs> weren't he? Yeah, I was. What did you say? I went too early. <laughs> <laughs> I got overexcited. I should have held back a bit. No. What, what's your deal? Because you're like. Uh, you're half English, is that right? Or is your mum Cypriot and you're... I, I, I explained this on the Extra Inch that I've always watched football with my dad and right. my dad supports Italy and as we know, your parents have a massive bearing on who you support and yeah. how you follow football. Totally. So my dad's an Italy fan, so I'm, I've am i ended up being an Italy no, fan. I don't have any issue with it. You're, you know, your dad's Italian. Yeah. It's fine. How did you get on then? Did you qualify? No, we came second. We didn't get relegated. It's not good enough. Well, Germany got relegated. We stayed up, so it's all right. <laughs> so yeah, a tough group, though. Um, no, not bad. Not yeah. bad at all. What, you're saying Italy didn't have a tough group? Well, Who's not going to Portugal and Poland, isn't it? Uh, that's not bad. Portugal, good. Not Poland bad. are all right. Yeah. Um, big game that weekend. Spurs, Massive. Spurs are back. Chelsea are back. Um, obviously, Chelsea unbeaten. Uh, I think they've what, drawn three and won eight, I think. Yeah, sounds right. Something right, isn't it? And... Um, Obviously, it's a massive game going into it. We are um, just—I've been on. We we need. It's kind of what I feel like this is one we need to win. It might be our the first major major test since starting to play well. I think our football's improved over the last four or five games. The results are still coming, barring PSV away. So I think how the league shapes up now. I think the most important thing is not losing to um, another top six team because you basically everybody is kind of pumping everybody else. So you don't want to lose three points when you're playing against each other. So if you kind of do like what Liverpool, Man City have been doing, picking up draws and wins when they can against the other big teams. Mm. So I, I'd be happy with taking a point from this. Same. Yeah, I mean, so going into the game, you'd think um, you know it would be a tricky game. Uh, Chelsea haven't been playing that well despite getting results. Almost like us in the, in the middle part of the start of this season. Um, they have a they're heavily tilted on the left-hand side. They kind of overload on that left-hand side. And Kante's left to do a lot of work on the on the right hand side to cover, um, but if we can nullify the threat, and that's a big but because obviously whoever it is playing right back against Eden Hazard is not going to be Trippier. He's out injured, isn't he? Um, I don't know. Would, would, sure, would you be worried if it was Trippier? Um, I, I don't know. I think I think Chelsea are really interesting. Sarri's a great manager. Um, who's never won anything. He's a bit like Pochettino. He's never won anything, so he's looking to, to try and set that straight. But the way they play is really interesting. The way he's kind of unleashed Kante's is kind of rampaging, um, kind of high-pressing, tackling players. Kind of a bit like Sissoko, but with, with skills. Yeah. And um, I'd be more concerned about Hazard not up against our um, right-back, but cutting inside up against um, Sanchez or Foy for whoever plays. Well, it doesn't seem like Foy is going to play. All, all of the people from Argentina are coming back on Friday, yeah. which means they probably won't be ready or have gone through any kind of tactical um, training in, in the run-up to the game. So if the papers are to be believed, neither all, all three of those would be out of contention, Lamella included, which um, be a bit of a shame. Well, it would leave Dial, wouldn't it? What? It would leave Eric Dial at centre-back, surely. Uh, if he plays a three, uh, it says, says uh, I read in the standard that Sanchez is going to return. Apparently, oh. so who knows? I mean, maybe he will, maybe he won't. But um, yeah, it would be dire in a in a partnership with Alderweireld. Yeah, it would be a concern. Uh, but the other thing with the left is, um, you know, Marcos Alonso. He's arguably the best left back in the league. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I would worry about him up against Trippier. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Daly on ninety five on Twitter. He says, "Do you do you look back at the Battle of the Bridge as fondly as I do?" Well, you're, now that it's gone, and no one's bitter about it anymore, less deserved it, and we'll just move on, regardless of what Chelsea did. But what, what, what are your when you think back to that night? What are your feelings now? Too? I do smile. Um, when I asked for the questions today, there was a picture of um, Dar going through Fabregas, and mm. um, it brought back good memories. Um, I remember the podcast we did after it, and Windy was raiding against everyone else who thought it was actually pretty good. Yeah, good thing we did. We learned a lot from from that day, but we do have at least ninety nine percent of the same players on that night still starting for Tottenham, which is mm. a bit bit of a concern. That's what the battle of the budget itself. I look, I look at it fondly. It's it's funny. What about you? I I think I was on that podcast straight after the game, and I wasn't I wasn't happy with our conduct in that match. I mean, it's funny to watch, but I think <laughs> how we lost the league and then lost our minds was a bit. I mean, it was a bit almost like kind of Argentinian. It's what you would expect in like an Argentinian league game. Mm. Um, but now looking back, it's quite funny, but I, I'm still not happy about it. I, I liked it because it showed that, although, all right, we lost our heads, we should have been down to at least eight men. Um, 
But I liked it like, right, well, we ain't going to win this title, but fuck it, we're going to we ain't going to go out just bent over. And I think a criticism aimed at Spurs for such a long time has been, the, you know, the soft underbelly. And on that night, while we we didn't get a result, um, we weren't that wasn't soft in any way, shape, or form. I think pumping Chelsea and not allowing them the kind of glory of denying us the league, even though Leicester would have won the league. I think pumping Chelsea and not giving them the kind of bragging rights that are oh, we fucked up your league title would have been better for me. Yeah, yeah, I was absolutely. But we, it was what it was. Um, I just feel like we got something from them, a bit of blood. Yeah, yeah got, got, of, got our pound of flesh. Yeah, we ain't going to yeah. win, we're always going to lose, <laughs> but we're taking something from this, and it's a little bit of your body. On, on our, yeah, like a bit of cheek stuck under our nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a by DNA. Like, it's like, if you like, what? <laughs> what did you say? It's always the skin under the nails that gets you. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do what he said. <laughs> what? The stuff pulls out your mouth like you don't. <laughs> yeah, anyway, carry on. I've got the DNA. <laughs> can't prove it, it didn't happen. Leave no choice. Um, I mean, what I was about to say is that you know, if you're losing in a fight, at least take a clump of hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and that, and that, to a certain extent, is um, is what we did. Um, so, Deli Ali and Ericsson returning to full fitness. Deli loves scoring against Chelsea, doesn't he? And, and Ericsson um, played 45 minutes, which, given the fact he hasn't played a lot of football, probably isn't the end of the world going into this game. Well, it was prearranged. Yeah, it came off at half time. Right. Yeah. So it's not the end, like he didn't get injured, um, a little bit more match fitness probably is a good thing, although I think a lot of Spurs fans, would you rather he'd not played or? Uh, no, 45 minutes is quite nice. Yeah. Um, and do, do you think we're a different team with Deli Ali in it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff he does is, is, is unnoticed. A lot of the work he does is unnoticed in terms of, you know, pulling um, the other team out of position with his movement. And he improves the players around him as well. So, yeah, I do think we've, we've missed that element. It doesn't look like Hingman's son's going to start as well, so it's good to have Delhi back. Mm. It'd be nice to have a fully fit Delhi Ali back, but it's better than nothing. But he got some minutes against uh, Croatia. Croatia, yeah, so, he, he did. What, what does he do for us, buddy? I think he's just so smart. You, you know, the way he moves, the way he plays. You saw when he came on, was it, did he come on against um, City? Or was it City or, yeah, he came on against City. And immediately you can just see the way he kind of occupies space and moves the ball. He's, he's just so much smarter than Son. And um, he's kind of, kind of like the same kind of cleverness as Lamella, but with a bit of more product to him. Does, he, does his play um, create better opportunity for other players around him? Like, Does he pull defenders out of shape? Is that, when you say like the way he invades space and stuff, what effect does that have on, on the opponent? I think it's his unpredictability. He's really good with flicks and he can play with his back to goal as well as running towards the goal. Whereas someone like Sun is excellent at like isolating a defender. When Delhi's got his back to goal, he can he can go back towards the ball. He can go over, go behind, or just mm. flick it around the corner. I think when we said uh, when we played Watford and we had a lot of young players, a bit of a hodgepodge team, and there was nothing quite clicking. This is in the League Cup. And uh, and and then, it, but, but every time it felt to Delhi, you felt he was a level above everybody else. Yeah. And it's when he isn't there, you notice how good he is. And when he's coming back, and you think, actually, no, this kid is, is very special. What did you think of um, the video that came out with him and? Oh, All right. I mean, I mean, it's. I mean, the bloke's an idiot, and he got caned for it. What the 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 guy on the um? Well, the one who tweeted it, yeah. Yeah, but do you have any issue with what? what like the players doing there at 5am pissed up or no because they were actually at the water fountain and they were hydrating so I can't, <laughs> I can't like that. is that really well Barkley was taking swigs of water so the bloke on the camera went if uh, Rob Barkley's going around threatening to break everybody's noses Delhi's saying I've spent 40k in here tonight and all that sort of shit what well, um, I, I actually think it's nice that there wasn't an outrage about this because every time you see something like in the in the newspaper or, or or a tweet about this and some pricks on his phone taking videos of players. It's almost like everyone's like, oh, it's a disgrace, they're not role models, but there seems to be a different reaction to this. What do you, what do you want? They weren't, didn't seem to be doing anything wrong. And he spoke over a lot of it, so I mean, Couldn't hear I think it. you could almost hear Delhi's voice, because he was doing, because he thought it was like David Attenborough talking over the footage, we didn't really hear what Delhi Ali said. Um, I'm, not, I'm not particularly bothered by it at all. I mean... I guess just, maybe if you're looking at another way, we're playing Chelsea next. Barkley's a Chelsea player. 
do want to be fraternising with their players. I don't know, maybe that's nitpicking, but yeah. overall, all in all, I'm not well, I noticed, I noticed that the Twitter account that I saw it embedded in was from an Arsenal, Arsenal fan. So there's not like a, a fucking agenda there at all. But even Gunas weren't. No, no, for sure. But I, I think um, I quite like the pettiness. Like, I, if, if it was that. about club rivalries, like, like I'd be happy for someone slagging off fucking, I don't know, uh, Aubameyang. Because it's one of theirs, isn't it? That's the that's problem is that people say... I mean, there's a bloke who's... Um, I think his Twitter name is Arsene's Glasses. And he's got a whole litany of tweets about Spurs, about how lucky we are and how we get penalties. So people are saying, oh, he's sad. Yeah. You know, let's get his laptop kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, <laughs> well... They, I mean, that, that is funny. I mean, they hate us, and that's what I want. I hate them too. I don't want... I like pettiness. That's what we fucking need. Even with the same the guy with the advertising standards thing with the, the Champions League. Yeah. But I thought, yeah, that's cool. Do, <laughs> it, do that it. shit. Uh, Real John Bassey says, which goal against Chelsea gave you the most joy? Lennon's winner in 2005 or Deli Ali's goal in March? I think I mean, it's, it's Lennon's because it was huge. It's the first time he'd beaten them in so many years. Actually, it might have been five years, but in, in the it league, was ages. It was in the league, we beat, them in, we beat them in the league cup semi in five, 2002. Five one, yeah. yeah. So, but in the in the league, that was a while since beating them, and um, yeah, I thought that that moment had so much wrapped up in it. You know, yeah. we had a very bad record against the top teams, and that was our first big important winning against a big team at, at Wild Lane in a while. So. It had to be that one. It felt like a catalyst at the moment. It, it, if there was a defining moment, and there were many, but this one seemed special that, oh shit, things are changing. Yeah, personally from Martin Yol, yeah. Yeah. And it was a lovely, I think it was a lovely bit of skill from Keane as well to set it up. And but then Bula- Lennon, yeah, Lennon's, Bularu's yeah, <laughs> Lennon took a lovely first touch and then oh. spanked it in. Uh, it's just how, ex- the, how excited the fans were when they were celebrating as well. I quite like the the Delhi goal when we stopped their um, um, when we stopped their winning streak on New Year's. It was on New, New Year's Day. Day. Yeah. I thought that was um, probably. I thought that was quite a momentous goal. I I think mine weren't either one of those two. I think mine was the um, the header, the second header in the. I think it was two headers in one game against Chelsea at White Hart Lane. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Is that the one you saw? Was yeah, that yeah. New Year's Day? Yeah, New Year's Day. Yeah. Jeez, fucking hell! All right, well that. Because I had an issue with that. Nah, 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 nah. Your shit. I have a bit of an issue with that. Cause it's like you're asking, setting yourself up to a certain extent. In that game, I was like literally on my feet. <laughs> I just my arms are spread wide, just singing it over and over again. It was beautiful, and we properly dominated them in that game as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. The Lennon one was special though. Very the, good. The thing of that game, we dominated it. So the goal was coming and it came. Mm. So obviously I celebrated the goal, but with the Lennon one. We didn't think we were. We never thought we were going to beat Chelsea. This was a, this was the Chelsea of Mourinho, you know, the Makélélé, I think the Mavadesian at the time. They're all these top top players. Mm. We didn't think we were going to beat them at all. I think when we beat them two 0 when Chelsea had won thirteen in a row, I think we had, that was one of the that was one of the few games that our strongest team three four three. That's right. Walker Rose in the wings, Wanyama and Dyer in the middle. I think Dyer was in the back. Dyer was Dembele. Yeah, but it was Wanyama in the, in the middle, you know, and that was our strongest team. And I, and I thought, you know what? We were flying, the whole, beat the whole, anyone. The whole 90 minutes was that moment, yeah. if that makes sense. But the Lennon was a moment in the game that made me... I think there's so. also, was it Keane who scored the goal in the 4-4? Yeah, the last yes. minute. That, that, was a, that was a goal as well. That, was that, that game was fucking mental. That was around the time, I think that might have been the same... Or the season after when no, that was Ramos. Yeah, it was, was it? Yeah. Right. I think we're just beating them in the League Cup. Another goal I've remembered, which is a bit random, was the added by your lob at Stamford Bridge. Oh yeah, yeah. No yeah, one yeah. Did, people thought, what's going on? He had like the wrong shorts on as well. I always remember he had really like short shorts on. Yeah. Like, Where the fuck were you getting from? But yeah, that was a great goal. Yeah, it was. I don't remember that one. We've had some proper decent games against Chelsea. You've got to think about that, that was one a... we went 3 0 up with. Um, with Garley. Garley. Well, did yeah. we did you end up drawing 3 0, didn't we? Yeah, I think we played Seville on the Thursday and we wanted to get the game moved and we couldn't get it moved. Yeah. yeah the the Adebayor one, that was a 2 2. That was a last minute. Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson, yeah. yeah. Was, it, was that curling, that curling shot? That yeah. went in? No, that was a, the lob. Was no, it a lob? Because people are saying, what are you doing past the ball? And they chipped him like, fucking hell, it's gone in. <laughs> <laughs> Mental. Ericsson loves a goal. Look at the goals that he scored against him. That two, two one good goals. Two, the, where he powers it, smashes it into the net. But the better one when he came off the bar. Oh. Yeah, that was another one. Is a silence and then then noise. Yeah, you're like fuck. That's gone in. Yeah, it's a bit like um, I was listening, listening to the Danny Baker and Gary Lineker podcast, and they talk about um, 
when the whistle goes, when the sound the sound doesn't travel to the fans immediately. Yeah. yeah. When the sound travels, the fans make the noise to, to start the game. Yeah. It's a bit like when a goal goes in, it's like um, the image hasn't transferred to the fans yet. Yeah, yeah. It wants to transfer the noise and the limbs all over the place. What, yeah. What am I, what's going on? No, sorry, you get that at Wembley. Like if, um, if the opposition score, you see it go in the net because I sit behind the goal. And then because it's such a big stadium and the sound, uh, the ball goes in, you see it. And then it takes like a second for the noise to yeah, come yeah, and hit yeah. you. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, that is weird. I always like, always liked it as well when if a, if a goal's at a tight angle um, and you can't, so depending on where where you're sitting, one part of the stand can't see whether it's hit the, the side netting yeah, or got yeah, in the yeah. goal. Yeah. And then you just see like this wave of celebration go along the side. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, yeah, I have to say that the ball not going in, but the other fans thinking it has gone in is probably one of my favourite things well, in football. VAR's coming back next year, so there's going to be a lot of that. So, <laughs> so if you like celebrations that then get taken away from you, then... Uh, it's going to be great. Can you imagine? They, you're you're well into it, aren't you? I think VAR is a good thing for football. Um... It's going to kill it, mate. Just like um, cassette tapes, called, ra- called radio and music, you know, recording stuff on tapes. Yeah. It's going to kill the industry, man. <laughs> kill it as we know it. Um, I'm just like, whatever. Just do whatever you want. And hopefully I, I, it'll be all right. I just think all these things that are happening in football now is just who gives a fuck? I mean, you know, I think, um, I think you know, the horse bolted years ago. Yeah. You know. I think I think just all I want is a stadium. Just give me the stadium. Make, put VR, VR in, make it 12 man aside, make it fucking. 10 points for a win I don't care just give me my stadium have people come into my seat giving me popcorn I don't give a fuck just get us in there yeah but I, I like you know you, um, women serving hot dogs wearing nothing I mean that's bad isn't it, that's <laughs> it why would I say that I, I, I don't know and what I meant was what I meant was what did I mean um, like Hooters style waitresses yeah if you like Try it. I'll probably edit that out. The, um, <laughs> um, but we just want my bloody stadium. Do whatever you want to. Your fucking give. Give all the money to Scooter Moore. Just give me my stadium. Um, uh, to Soko. Now, are you? Have you arrived at a, 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 a stage where you're fine if he starts? Um, I prefer him not to, but I accept it when he starts. Yeah. I no longer feel enraged. I see his face and I see his name on the starting lineup. Um, I don't know, he's just one of these players who, who, the, who the managers like. Much as I said of Eric Down in the last podcast, he keeps getting picked. He manages to see something I don't. Um, Sissoko is just one of these players who's just effective. He's worked hard. I think there was um, a quote from Ben Davis about Sissoko, wasn't there? This is work ethic. And mm. I think Marine, I think sorry, Pochettino loves a player who works hard. And He's starting to resonate with the fan base as well. It's certainly away from home. Like that, Chelsea, that Palace game, which you know was tight and he played well. And after the game, people were seeing it and, and seeing his name and it was very jubilant. And it must feel... Cause he, there's no way that Sissoko hasn't picked up on the fact that everybody hates, hated his guts and didn't want him there. He can't, he, he can't... He's not a stupid human being. There's no way he's oblivious to it. Is there? No, I think, I think it's, it's admirable. It's like he could have gone the other way. I thought, fuck those and, guys. Well, no, but he could okay. have had a real crisis of confidence and not wanted the ball... But he's kind of stood tall and said, you know what, fuck it, this is me, I've got my, these are my strengths, this is how I'm going to play for Tottenham, you know, yeah. if I'm picked, I'm going to keep doing the same things and keep trying the same things and, and you know, it's, I think you've got to have real, got to have mental strength to be at that level, at the top level, because, you know, if you go on a bad run of form, people say you've lost it, I mean, there's so many players who have been great for Spurs, I mean, for Scott Park is one example, he's played play the season one year and persona non grata the next year, so... I have to admire Sissoko for coming through this. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and we've got an excellent Sissoko t-shirt coming out very soon. Oh, I like that. Uh, so is, that, that, is it Christmassy or...? It's not Christmassy, it's just quality. Uh, honestly, uh, we've got three designs that Barry's been working on, which are going to be up for sale, probably, hopefully, by the end of the week. And the Sissoko one is fucking gold. It's amazing. Not, I'm going to wear it. Uh I'd just leave it there. You'll be able to check out Twitter out and yeah. whatnot soon. Do you remember like last year when Dembele was great and then we made a t-shirt and he died? Do you think? <laughs> I mean, look, it's always going to happen with Sissoko, whether we made a t-shirt Danny or Rose. not. He's definitely going to return to being the player we know he is. Danny wrote, yeah, it's a bit of a curse, <laughs> isn't it? The pine got t-shirt. <laughs> Only Pochettino survived the curse. Yeah. Uh, I saw someone wearing his t-shirt when we lost to Watford, actually. Yeah, I was on the telly. Yeah, yeah it was mad. <laughs> 
Um, FTBL underscore ECB. He says, Chelsea took over from Woolwich as the most hated club amongst Spurs fans. But now Liverpool took over from Chelsea as the most hated club amongst Spurs fans. I don't think the first part of that statement is is necessarily true. I mean, so for some, like my brother Ross, he hates Chelsea more than Arsenal. He loathes Chelsea. I think there's lots of reasons for that and there's lots to despise about that football club. But... Um, uh, I, I very much hate Arsenal and Chelsea don't even come actually Chelsea are third for me I mean Chelsea I'd rather Chelsea win if Chelsea play Arsenal I want Chelsea to win absolutely if someone other than Arsenal had to win a cup I'd go for Chelsea so that's proof of where I feel yeah che- where's where I put Chelsea I, I just think Chelsea are Chelsea are not Arsenal yeah and yeah. that's how I feel about them they're, they're not Arsenal so um, do you take it a- when I see sorry go on. No, go on. Go on. when I see the Chelsea badge or see a Chelsea shirt I don't feel anything. Same with Ham, I don't mm. feel. But when I see the Arsenal badge, when I see anything bearing their colours, if I see a navy blue with a red badge, I can see in the distance. I can see it at a, at a mile away. I can see it. I, just, I immediately get my back up, and I don't think Chelsea evoke that feeling within me. Um, however, with um, with social media and the recent, well, probably the last say ten years of the Champions League and the Battle of the Bridge, yeah. I can understand why they're going up in the stakes, but for me, they'll... I don't know. I mean, for example, there's a person I follow on Twitter and on Instagram, and he really, really hates Spurs, massive Chelsea fan, and I actually find it amusing. Mm. Now, normally, if people coat your club, it gets your back up. I just find it amusing. Do you, do, you, do you have to take some gratification from the fact that Arsenal, West Ham and uh, Chelsea all loathe us? Yes. I, I love it. Well, I, I think Chelsea and West Ham suffer from not having a direct kind of rival... Like Chelsea, who they got Fulham, who they barely played in the last ten years. Uh, West Ham of Millwall, who they hardly ever play. So I think there's that. They, both of those teams have that in common with us. Whereas we've got Arsenal, and Arsenal have us. But um, like T says, if I see someone wearing a Chelsea top, I don't automatically judge them as a twat. But if I see a, a human being say they're an Arsenal fan or they're wearing an Arsenal top, immediately I think you're a dickhead, and they have to go some way to convince me they're not. Yeah, uh, and when and when so it's like if you meet an Arsenal fan, you're like, yeah, I don't like you. Already minus ten points. Yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I've, I've got bank uh, bank manager. So I had to go to the bank today, and uh, he was asking about fighting cock and what, what, what we're planning to try and open an account. And uh, he said, oh, "I'm an Arsenal fan, so I'm not sure I can open the account." And he was joking, and I was like, "I'm, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just." Do your job. <laughs> Just do your job. Do your job. Yeah, I'm sitting here. We're not talking about football. Do your job. <laughs> Don't tell me this shit. Do your job. I would have to walk, find another bank. Just put the table over. Just walk out. Yeah, like. yeah. Do your job. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I asked. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, Chelsea for me, that I've always managed to kind of not feel anything about them because of the way uh, the takeover bit of Abramovich. Like yeah. As soon as that happened, I just thought, this is hollow. This is nothing to me now. And the, the weird thing about Chelsea is they, they had Hoddle, um, they've had Hullet, Zola, um, Viali, you know, players that I kind of like. Yeah. So I don't, I don't like them, but I don't, I don't hate them anywhere close to like I hate And where's, where's Liverpool at now for you? I think Liverpool are second to Arsenal. Yeah, me too. I hate Liverpool more than I hate Chelsea and West Ham. It's more their fans I hate. Yeah, their fans are just... The players are don't get and Klopp's a But then the ex-players, I don't hate Klopp, I don't mind Klopp. It's, it's the you're ex-players not. as well. Yeah. Oh. I just think he's a fraud, Klopp. I don't think he's a fraud in that he's um, a bad manager, he's a good manager, but he's a fraud in that he, he's, he's a personality, he's, he's fraudulent. He's pretending to be a nice guy when deep down, not even deep down, just below the surface as a vile human being. Yeah, he doesn't. He does bad things behind closed doors. You can see he's got what, like what, in his eyes. Yeah, what do what? That he's got darkness. And Go on, give that, me an example. Of what? That he wear like gloves and he'll strangle people. <laughs> I reckon. He, I reckon he's one of those parents who will trip up the other kids on sports day. Yeah, he goes to the kids' sports day. It's kids, kids losing. He'll trip up the person in front just slightly, so no one sees him and walks away. Yeah, you know, it, I, I reckon he screamed at his kids on the sideline of Sunday League. Yeah, I reckon so too. Yeah, yeah and he's a bully. Yeah. I reckon he's banned. I reckon he's banned from school all around. I reckon he punches steering wheels. Oh, absolutely! He, he punches more than steering wheels. But what? You, but, I, like what? I think he, I think honestly, I think he does violence towards towards animals or, animals. or, or like vulnerable people. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with he's got it in him. Look at his face. Man. The, thing, the thing in Liverpool is that we, and this is this is a bit of an about face. But in this country, we don't treat 
our clubs on a on that kind of religious obsessive level. Oh, it's not normal for British football. No, it's not. It's no. not something that we generally do. I mean, we talk about we talked about ultras for years. You know, yeah. these fans of ultras, and I guess Liverpool fandom is probably the nearest we kind of have to that. Yeah, and I just I find it weird. You know, and I mean, they even they got these kind of quotes that they come up with. You know, God is a Liverpool fan, or someone has just passed yeah. away. They'll say, you know, RIP, I really admire this person. Hashtag, um, you never walk alone. It's like, it is what very, is this? It is, it is a little bit like a cult, isn't it? It is, it really is. Yeah, and then putting La on the end of it, all the light, La. And then it's like... And they're from, fucking, and they're from fucking Rice Slip. Yeah. They're from Rice Slip. Yeah. You're not from fucking Corby. You're not from Corby or Southport. You're from Rice Slip. Yeah, so there was a... Turn it in. There's a young lad I used to work with. Uh, he moved on, but I saw one of his tweets. He's, li- he's literally from Banbury. Right, Jesus and he wrote "la" on the end of his thing, and you're like, "Mate, that's a colloquial saying for people, scousers, the people who live in Liverpool, not for you." Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, obviously, we're back down to: do you have to be from the area yes. to support a club? I mean, oh no, no. I mean, that, I think I'd be an Arsenal awesome fan for fuck's sake. I don't know. I think it's just um, that's another. Actually, I'll fuck it. It's, it's a Wednesday, but I'll say it. It's like when, when people who support Spurs are not from London. They say London is a shit or I fucking hate London. I, might, I guess I'll back up a little bit. I think. Why are you Spurs fan? I do kind of think that. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess people can separate it. I like, mean, like, let's face it, there's more people who support Spurs who are not from London than are. That's just know, logic. That's just common sense. Last week we got case a bit, didn't we? we dug him out for that uh, jacket that you he gave to you. Yeah, but it was, it was lovingly. Yeah, lovingly. But lovely. I reckon they should make it a weekly thing where we get case. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. He's lovely. And he's done nothing but good things. He's one of the club. nicest people alive. Yeah, does nothing but thing. But he's from Crew. He shouldn't be a Spurs fan. It's not his club. Go and support Crew. So like, you're saying Alex shouldn't support Spurs? Alex, no, absolutely not. Alex shouldn't. Alex is... Alex and... If they... If, if Alex is going to be cut from the fighting cock and... Um, in case if he wasn't so crucial, I'd definitely cut him. <laughs> but then you've got Ricky, though. He's from Milton Keynes. Yeah, Ricky needs to go as well. <laughs> Support Northampton. We've cut Ricky. Ricky's gone. Come Where on. you're all from Ricelip, you get you get a bye. North London. North London. Um, yeah, I'm the way North London. But we're, we're, fine. we're fine. Yeah. We're fine. We're fine. North of the river. All right. Because I don't know where we went with that. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, it's like when Grant Mitchell blacks out and smashes someone up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what those last five minutes were. Grant <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell that's amazing. Uh, Ericsson's no longer, uh, sorry, no closer to signing a contract at Tottenham. Who's that? Who said that? Uh, well, the just, there, there are things going around that he is, he's no closer, but it was only a week ago when he said, oh, I'm leaving it to my agent. So I can't imagine what, yeah. there's not much happening in that week. So, I mean, it's fine. He's still got, what was it, 18 months? Would you sell Ericsson for, no, because we'll never buy a replacement, that's the problem. But it, if theoretically, would if you sell would, him for it, 80 plus million? I think if he gets down to a year of his contract, then yeah, it's a sensible thing to do. Um, I don't want him to. I want him to sign, and I think he will sign because of his age. Even if he signs a new contract, we sell him in a couple of years for a massive price when he's twenty-eight in his prime. Goes to Barcelona and does. Nothing. He gets all the trophies that he wants. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, at least we had him for a bit. Yeah. Um, I just want it to be like he stays, and we add some more players to our fucking squad, so that it isn't just this kind of repetitive cycle of losing our best players and then bringing in another player that's good let's just build something mm-hmm. buy some bloody players and let's carry on um, I love these links with uh, Rabiot yeah Rabiot. I think it's a PSG thing again isn't it I mean it's kind of um, one good sign and one half dud with Aurier so does does um, Rabiot will break the tie hopefully it breaks the tie in a good way not a bad way you've seen him play yeah, Bardi's are Andy Brassel going Bardi. No, I've seen him Rice play. Lyrical. I've seen him yeah. play in the Champions League. He's fine. He's a good player. He's graceful. He glides yeah. around the midfield. He's a giant as well. Quite he's handsome. A, oh, nice hair. Beautiful. Moves around. Lovely. Plays football. Left footed. Cultured, lovely footballer. Yeah, I mean, we've been linked with him since he was in fucking puberty. It's yeah. been a long time. Isn't yeah. his mum his agent or something weird like that? Oh, let's get him. Really? Don't, don't want him. Get him out. That's well yeah, That's enough. That's enough of that. I think since Anelka had siblings as his agent, it's I kind like, of just don't do it no more. Yeah, none of that. No. And Adebayo and that went well, didn't it? Um, yeah, I, I, I actually rate him highly. Uh, he's, he's in a position where we need players. I mean, it's like um, Dembele's going to go, Wanyama. I mean, you've got to get these chronic injuries, which is like the 2018 word of the... Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, well, we need them. We need the centre midfielders, don't we? Yeah, we, we definitely do. And I, I, I wonder a little bit about his tenacity. He kind of strikes me as a Berbatov-esque in midfield. He's very, very classy and very graceful. 
Yeah, because he's good looking. He's got decent hair. Yeah, you're just being you can't, you're just judging uh, him. Uh, no, what do you mean? He doesn't have no, work ethic. If, if, if you look looking. like if you look like Alex, you think you'd get stuck in all the time. <laughs> Alex, is, Alex is a handsome man, by the way. <laughs> Alex who? Alex in Bristol. Yeah. No, he ain't. Yes, he is. Egg. We've talked about this. But Rabiot... I've noticed, actually, by the way, that the egg sent to him have dried up. So if everyone can just spend the next day or so sending him in eggs, that'd be great. I'm, I'm the Wallace. I, th- I think Rabiot would be a great signing. Um, he's I a good-looking bloke, by the way. I'm sorry. I think you um, I think you judge him harshly, but I think I think Rabiot would be great. He, but he's not going to join us. Why? I just don't think... It, even though I'm convinced we will spend £100 million in January. Yes. Come on. Well, there's talk of this Brexit thing limiting foreign players in the Premier League, so... As I said, yeah. maybe we sign Lewis Cook. Get on that train, mate. Yeah. English. I'm like English again. I'm the like, Lily White Fist. Yeah, let's let's get let's make let's get rid of the foreigners out of our side. Yeah, they'll only be allowed thirteen per squad. Thirteen. That's no, what FA are pushing for. But um when Ericsson be naturalised by then, because he would have been here a certain amount of time. Hugo as and well. But I, I don't care, get him out. Give him those passports. Get him out there in English. <laughs> Give him those blue passports. Yeah, no, I don't I don't want him. It's in Denmark, not England. He ain't English. Get him out of my country. You know what I mean? Um, why would, how would Brexit affect that, though? What? Don't know if it's freedom of movement or whatever. They're going to be another vote Basically, we would never, I don't think we'd ever be able to sign a FOIF again because he would never. this little kid would never get a work permit. Um, well, it's just... Um, I just think the Premier League as a brand would be harmed a great deal if we weren't allowed to sign foreign players. Yeah. So there was that. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you know we we called Foyf a twink last week? You make a good twink. There we did. You uh, did. I, I did. You, <laughs> you, you keep going there. <laughs> why? 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 Because I didn't say you did. Yeah, but what? What? what we all said it. When if I say something, it's like everyone in it. The royal we. The royal we. <laughs> anyway, the Simon Gray, who I've been to get on the podcast for a long time to talk about proud Lily Whites and that. So my pick that up soon um but uh he said he, he said uh okay so you know about twink and bear because we we're talking about um big bears and twinks in the in the gay scene yes um and here's a handy reference for other man types perhaps a quiz for next week <laughs> um so we've got a list here if anyone's interested the type of gay you can be um right and there's then there's a right, table there's a table and i want you to link every uh, give a player to each one of these, right? okay. and then I'll say I'll, I'll say the, the the type of gay man and his build, and whether or not he needs to be hairy, and then you can tell me which which player you think he is. Okay, we'll give it a go. First, yeah, give it a go. First one, otter. An otter is thin and athletic, has lots of hair, and it can be any age. And the example celebrity is Scott Kahn. He's yes, on so um, I'm, Oceans Twelve, I think. Right, and, and and maybe Simon can let us know how many we get right here. I would say Vatonga and an otter. No, no right, forget the hairiness because they're none of them are hairy. Lamella, Lamella, oh, oh, Lamella, right. thin or athletic? Yeah, no, Lamella or Foyth, I love is that. I thought athletic. Lamella's more of a twink as well. But twink's not. Oh, is there? Well, twink slender. All right, no, no, Foyth or Lamella will be among them. Uh, an otter. Yeah, so we right. we'll love we we'll love Lamella as the otter. All right, a wolf is lean, muscular, semi-hairy, any age. Uh, sexually they're, aggressive, they're sexually, silver or grey wolf. <laughs> They're sexually aggressive. Would that oh. be um, Hayes, Hayes Perez? Has it got to be a player? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sexually aggressive. We don't have any old players, man. Well, lean and muscular is Vertonghen. But to be or fair, all, world. to be fair, our entire team are kind of lean. That's, that's a footballer's yeah. build, if they're really... Wolf. Bear. Have big mass- often with right, Billy. <laughs> Bears are big often. Harry with, Kane with Lorente. Lorente, you know, with lots of hair. Uh, very masculine they are. It's, they Lorente. No, uh, what about old in, in the old days? A bear. Like yeah, if we do all times both bears, it'd be a bit more interesting. David Unsworth. Would he be? No, Ruddock. That's Ruddock. Neil, uh, Ruddock. Ruddock, is Ruddock, Ruddock is the archetypal. <laughs> chub. A, a chub. Someone who's really okay, big. Chub. Oh, no, no, no. Pup. Slender. Young. Age, energetic, cute, and Harry Winks. Harry Winks. Yes. Harry Winks. Harry Twinks. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Very good. That, is that a title? Is that a title? <laughs> Harry Twinks. Fuck's sake, Barty. Harry Twinks. Uh, all right, look, there's more. Um, there's there's, more, just record, more. There's Twink, Twonk, Jim Bunny, Jock, Jim Rat. Bull, pup, chub, cub, bear, wolf, and otter. Uh, for more on the gay community, 
Tune in next week for but the Viking Cop podcast. What does an otter do? I think it sort of wriggles around and that and gets in crevices. Okay. I don't know, mate. I don't know what. Let us know, Simon, what an, what an otter's role in the bedroom is. Um, right, got any football stuff? So, Dan... No, there's rumours. So, uh, rumours of the, the March North London derby being the potential opener for the new new stadium. Would you take that? So, yeah, because we kind of... We, we, we loosely discussed it among ourselves because they've talked about that. I think it's March the 2nd, that game. Yeah. And obviously there's two scenarios. One is which, that we beat them and it'll be glorious or that they get the bragging rights of winning the first ever game at the new stadium. So, yeah. would you be up... Would you want to take that gamble? Um, I, I would have normally I would have shit myself and said no, but after we finished, we closed White Hart Lane as well as we did by beating Arsenal and Man United. Then I think it just makes it that much better. I think the the risk of beating them and having that in in our history books, our opening game beating Arsenal, I think it's worth the risk. The risk or reward? It's whether you're a gambler yeah. or not. I mean, it, it, it's like you can win, lose, or draw. Obviously, so it's like two thirds the opportunity of not to fuck it up. So. I don't want that is in gambling. <laughs> it's not so. like Spurs anymore, though. We don't fuck shit. Well, I suppose you do. So it doesn't happen much. We do it in different ways now. I kind of think like that. I'm with Buddy, actually. Let's just, like, fortune favours are brave. Yeah, we yeah, can't no. be scared anymore. We can't. We just got to go into every game thinking, fuck it, we're Tottenham, we're going to do this. Imagine fifth, in 100 years' time when they're looking back at the history of Tottenham and the first game, there'll be a quiz, first game played at White Hart Lane, what was it? And then there'll be someone doing a, a virtual podcast or something, going, oh, can you imagine if you were there? Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be yeah, fair, true. I mean, yeah, but 100 years' time, everything would have been recorded in the last, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the preceding 100 years. So true. Be weird, that. Yeah. Uh, so, so Dandini the Great. This is about the um, filming players at 5am, innit? Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, but, yeah, pretty much covered that, so... Uh. Should have read the run order. Um, questions. <laughs> Bip underscore quiz. He says, if a male footballer came out as gender neutral, could they play for both the men's team and the lady? Gender neutral means that they don't identify themselves as male or female. Yeah, I guess as non-binary. But he's male. In a footballing sense. This why is this is a different. Why, why do you keep throwing these putting these subjects? To be fair, he put Lamella in on Monday when he asked the question before. He's saying Lamella would be gender neutral. No, he used him as an example. And someone applied a Firmino. Well, how could Lamella go in and play for a women's team? Be, that would be horrendous. The thing, the thing that I said among ourselves earlier on is that if a woman was really, really good, and so much better than other women, um, I'm talking in a binary sense, that she'd obviously play with men, whether it be in League Two or... Well, if it was allowed, if it was allowed. No, it's would not, be, it's it's not... no but I think in... in Tottenham, Tottenham as a football club are not the men's team. It's just a football team, isn't it? Yeah. And the best players play for them. Yeah. It's not... So the women's team, women play for them. That's because this ladies is in the title. Yeah. But the best... It sounds so fucking patronising, but the best players play will play for the men's team. And, and if, if you get what I mean. Yeah, but it's against the rules. No, it isn't. No, but you can't... I don't think there's any written rule that a woman can't play for Spurs. If a woman is good enough... If a woman is good enough to play football for... Top, for for Spurs, quote unquote, men's team, they'd play for. No, I don't think I, they I would. Think, I think I agree with T. I, I'm not saying I, I agree oh, with him. Oh, ethically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't think that the rules would allow a woman to play in a, in a man's man's. But team. it's not a men's team. If you get what I mean. It's, no, it's, no, I it's do. Just, it's just a football team, isn't it? It's I, not like in athletics where you got the men hundred meters, the women hundred meters, or like maybe you, there, you, you would have, have had women playing in if that was the case. In certain the lower leagues, some of these there, there would be an opportunity. I'm pretty sure it's against the rules. What? what? It might be, maybe... Well, if you can say that, make, make women, Sunday, fight, women, women boxers fight men. Yeah, but that's a different, it's physical advantages. No, because, what's her face? Who's the fucking brilliant boxer from Ireland at the moment? Katie Taylor. Katie Taylor, right? That's the way she talks. She has sparred with men, though. She's good enough to beat anyone at British level at her weight. I don't believe you, but go on. Anyway, look, but, um, but, but I mean, the point is, is that um, could a male footballer though, who's gender neutral, who, or who transitions to a woman, yeah, could, should they be allowed to play in? This is a really loaded question. Like it last is. week, it was Gascoigne and Van der Vaart, and this week is this one. No, what are you just, trying um, to do? I think it's a bigger issue in combat sports. Can't wait for Bardi's answer. <laughs> Bardi's kept very quiet. I mean, there's, there's, no, a, no, there's a question for Bardi that we're going to no, keep in a chamber. Okay, I'm enjoying the debate. <laughs> So what do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I, how the fuck do you answer? I don't think there is a woman out there who's good enough to play for Spurs. No, uh, yeah, at, the they, moment, but, at the moment. But, but 
Um, uh, yeah, I suppose. It I mean, back to the argument about the transgender lady who um, was a athlete. Is it Zimbabwe? South Africa. South Africa. But yeah. she's but she's not trans. She's mm. just um, I think she's just got a high high level of testosterone, but she's not a bloke mm. per se. But um, there was um, okay. I think there was a there was a transgender who played Aussie rules football, and I think there was a bit of an uproar because she was she was just dominant. And I think it happened in MMA as well, but I've not seen it happen at top level. Combat before. sports is a different. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just just strength levels. Okay, we sort of skirt around that. Uh, Abu Lunin on Twitter he says, "Where is Spooky? Uh, Spooky got a new job, which means that he's not um, he's not available to us at the moment. But um, he, he will, will be. be. He will yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, he will be. Um, Adrian Dact Spurs. He says, uh, "Where do you see the fighting cock in two, three, five years now? Flavers quit Bull Street." I mean, I don't know, bullshit has nothing to do with, our, with the fighting cock. No, but you're doing it full time, though, isn't it? Oh, I see. Uh, well, we're going to be building, we're going to be doing more, we're going to produce more media, there'll be more content. Um, uh, just enables us to. There, there's going to be new stuff to get involved with. Um, it's, it's hard for me to say without giving away everything, but it'll all be announced, announced in due course with what, what we're planning. Ultimately, it just enables us to do more and create content that uh, hopefully Spurs fans will be proud of. That's the key. Some of the discussions we're having about film that we're going to be making um, that won't isn't about tracking my movements or anyone's movements around the football stadium, um, but is about actually create, creating a quality product that Spurs fans buzz over. That's that's the kind of aim, and, and hopefully more of that will come. Do you think though that without the experience at Ball Street? you'd be in a position to do what you're doing now. Obviously, you've, uh, got, you've gone there and you've actually got a hands-on experience of no. creating content and what and what generates um, you know subscri- subscriptions and all the rest of it. Yeah, no, not at all. It, it's not... <clears throat> I mean, the product would... Oh, sounds so business-like. Like, you've got just to just, just, say, just say what you're saying. Man. Yeah, just, all right. The, um, the podcast wouldn't have changed. The podcast has always been the same, but it's, I've, I've been able to understand things like... Stra- this is quite boring, but strategy branding and how to talk to clients and how to find the best situation for uh, to give you the best opportunity to make money and, and a self-serving career and because of that experience I got for Bull Street very much as a um, business sense and strategy sense it enabled me to be able to look at the fighting cock in a different way and plan properly so that you know it could become something more and not just the fighting cock other stuff that we're planning to do and yeah, so, yeah, without bullshit, I wouldn't be able to do do this at all. Um, so, thanks to them. Uh, final question. Barcelona Spurs Twitter, he says, it's revealed last night that my mate's dad once had a Sol Campbell's sloppy seconds. What? Which footballer would you at least like to have a shag? <laughs> Which footballer would you at least like to have had a shag of a girl before you did? So He week- says probably Neil Ruddock for him and doesn't look like he takes care of himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks like he smells... Uh, I've met him nowhere. He's uh, he's everything you'd expect. I got I, I, I got what you mean. That could be between the lines. Yeah, um, I can't imagine ever putting my penis um, inside a lady who's just had a just that second had a penis inside her before. You wouldn't know, though, would you? Unless you're. Yeah, but this, this, is, this is if you, this is if you found out. Oh, the sloppy, which would the least one? Does sloppy seconds mean that it's just he previously? He, 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 it's misogynistic. He got there first. Oh, okay. oh so any time. So it's like um, Kanye um, and Ray J. Ray J. Ray J. Oh so no, that's so, not, not yeah. a problem. Yeah, I. Um, I, I mean, I, I might. So, so which footballer would you least want? John Hartson. John Hartson. <laughs> he looks like he sweats. So yeah. He'd leave a mark. Yeah, John Hartson. I think. I think maybe John Parkin. John Parkin. Or <laughs> yeah. or, or Jack Walsh. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. Uh, or Fabregas, one of those three. Yeah. Um, Who would you say, Bardi? David Unsworth. I think I think it would have to be someone who's got a lot of stamina and you would just, like, after you've He's been... so competitive. Oh, yeah, he's someone just rubbish. <laughs> after you've been pumping away for about 10 minutes and you're thinking, well, I'm getting tired now, you're thinking, no, like, Lamella would keep writing away for, like, half an hour. I'm not sure writing away is, is equal to sexual um, performance. Or joy. <laughs> or, or, or joy, yeah. <laughs> to just fake an orgasm and just make it finish. Yeah. You'd uh, say Lamella, of all the players in the world, of all anyone. You could, you say, could have Luis Suarez, who's an awful human being. Yeah, you could, you could have um, 
Could yeah, you have fucking Maradona. John Terry. <laughs> I'd go after John Maradona. Terry. <laughs> Maradona had a really small penis, so I'd go after Maradona. Did he really? Tiny acorn. Amazing. <laughs> All right, that's it for the Fight Club podcast. Uh, thank you very much for joining us once again. Uh, remember, tickets for the Fight Club social for both the Arsenal game and the uh, Barcelona game with Paul Robinson are still on sale. Um, £5 each. Let's come down and say hello. The Fight Club also is backed by a fans bet. Um, so if you're thinking about... Um, uh, betting at the football then go to fansbet.com choose, uh, set up an account and choose fighting cock in the drop down so it can be tracked and most importantly exciting news we mentioned it before but in January there's going to be a free fighting cock social so you don't pay anything you just have to register for tickets because fans better buying them all for everybody nice. which is lovely alright then uh, until uh, next week bye ciao for now Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Southern Company is making energy smart and sustainable for their 9 million customers across the country. From modernizing infrastructure to achieving their interim carbon reduction goal early, Southern Company is committed to building a clean, resilient energy future. Learn more at southerncompany.com slash future. Southern Company, building the future of energy. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.